January the 12th in the year of 2021. And today's title of the message of our devotion is The Bed and Its Covering. And we're going to be utilizing uh, Charles Spurgeon's 365 Days with Spurgeon. And we're still in Volume 1 for the date of January 12th. Uh, Charles Spurgeon did preach a portion of this uh, sermon that we're going to be using today. He preached on January 9th in the year of 1859, and uh, he did utilize two texts. The first text he utilized was Isaiah chapter number 28 and verse number 20, and that was, For the bed is shorter than that a man can stretch himself on it, and the covering narrower, narrower than that he can wrap himself in it. And that was Isaiah chapter 28, verse 20. Also, for the suggested reading, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 3, verses 3 through 10, and it says, For we which have believed do not enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Verse 4. For he spake in a certain place on the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief, Again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said today, If ye hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, they would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God, for he is that, excuse me, verse number 10, for he, for he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. And that was Hebrews chapter 4, verses 3 through 10. And Charles Spurgeon used both those contact, both of, both of those texts of Isaiah chapter 28, verse 20, and Hebrews chapter 4, verses 3 through 10, in the message that he preached on, the bed and its covering. And this is a portion of it. And it states here, What a glorious thing, this is Charles Spurgeon speaking, what a glorious thing it is to be a Christian, to have faith in Christ. Come, my soul, take thy rest. The high priest has full atonement made. Thou hast made good laid up, not for many years, but for eternity. Take thine ease, eat spiritual things, drink wine on the lees, and be merry. For it cannot be said of thee, tomorrow thou shalt die. For thou shalt never die, for thy, for thy life is hid with Christ in God. Thou art no fool to take thy ease and rest, for this is a legitimate ease and rest. The rest which the God of Sabbath hath provided for all his people. And then, O Christian, march boldly to the river of death, 
march calmly unto the throne of judgment, enter placidly and joyfully into the inheritance of the Lord. For thou hast about thee an armor that can keep thee from the arrows of death, a wedding garment that makes thee fit to sit down at the banquet of the Lord. Thou hast about thee a royal robe that makes thee a fit companion even for Jesus, the King of kings, when he shall admit thee into his secret chambers and permit thee to hold holy and close fellowship with him. I cannot resist quoting that verse of the hymn with this spotless vesture on holy as the holy one. This is the sum and substance of all, and on this bed let us take our rest. And during this week, let us make Christ's work our only garment, and we shall find it long enough and broad enough for us to wrap ourselves up in it. Now, Christians, just want to bring you to this point from, from what Charles Spurgeon was mentioning. The Christian's sufficiency is not his own, but comes from God. And I want to draw your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 5. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Let's say that one more time. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Now, I'm not a super Christian. I'm nowhere near a super Christian. I'm just reading you exactly what's on the screen. But I, I can tell you what the Word of God says. And 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 tells us that our God is sufficient for all. We may not believe in ourselves, or we may believe we have sufficient in ourselves, but we don't. Our God is a sufficient in all. I don't know where you're at in your life. I don't know what's troubling you right now. I don't know what you're going to do later on today. You may have a challenge today. You may be going through a struggle. You may be going through heartache. Just know it's not you. Because you can't do it. And I'm not trying to tell you or put you down. I'm just saying your God can do it. Our God can do it. God is sufficient in all. Let me read it to you one more time. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 5. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. We are sufficient with our God. See, if you have Jesus Christ as your Savior, you are sufficient. If you're a Christian, a believer in the truth, you are sufficient. Just take a moment in that. Just think about that. 
Have you accepted Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, I encourage you today. Be sufficient. Thank you for listening to the Daily Grind. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow. God bless.